The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your name. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and uh, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, and I don't know what's going on here, uh, <laughs> change one thing and I move it to another. Oh, it's a it's a busy morning this morning, and it's largely my fault. Um, I have to take the responsibility for that, so sorry about that, uh, for the extra noises. But I hope you guys are enjoying the pre-show with uh, the music from my daughter's orchestra. Um, So 
trying to do that a couple of days, you know, switch things up. You go from this nice classical to the uh, the grungy music and everything. But uh, yeah, check us out online at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And uh, again, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over there and scroll down on the right side of the page and you will see that we, well, we should be streaming live there. Uh, but I put the, the thing in just a little while ago, and it didn't take. So I don't know what happened. Anyway, I'll change that here once once we get Kate going. And uh, you can blow that up on your device, join us in the chat, and then right above that is Bradley's show from Saturday. Uh, not from Saturday, from yesterday. And uh, click on that. You can watch it up at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and then he goes live. Also remember to... Sign up for a newsletter. Again, you get all the articles we do each day, including the Morning Show Archive. All the stuff we're going to show you today and talk about today will be linked up in there. And then if you agree with our message, uh, there's a donate button at the top of SonsLibertyMedia.com. Now, we never ask you for money, but people say, how can we help you in this, that, and the other? Everything we do ends up costing money except for time and energy uh, that we use. But we do need money to do things. So if you want to help us, there's a one-time donation button there you can click on, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That button is also available at sonslibertymedia.com. And then our store is open. And this week, you know, highlighting what's going on with the Supreme Court and everything, Stephanie's uh, book for the children is available now. And again, this is a pocket-sized book. Uh, it's about as thick as your finger. And, um, you can hand these out to your representatives. You can hand them out to friends. Uh, you can hand them out to those who are pro-choice to murder their babies kind of deal. Um, and they're normally $10. And again, this is full of images as well as information. So if the ear won't hear it, you tell it to the eyes. So it's normally $10 this week only. Uh, we're giving 25% off when you use the promo code LIFE in the, uh, in the store there at the checkout. And so be sure to grab one of these, get them, and share them with your friends. Maybe some young people in your life. Uh, who've been indoctrinated that uh, little humans made in the image of God are nothing more than cells and blobs of flesh and nothing more. Uh, This is a great way to show them, to demonstrate that that is not true. So uh, take a look at that and check that out, sonslibertymedia.com. Now, before I bring Kate on, I want to give you a couple of things that we put out yesterday that I think are pretty interesting stories. Uh, One of them is surrounding this um, statue that the UN's put up in New York. Now, this thing looks like, and I didn't, I'll have to take you back to the main page, but uh, let's see if we can go back over here, all right? And th- you'll you'll see the image here. Whoops, I got the wrong one. Okay, so you can see part of it. It's sort of a jaguar with wings. And if, you're, if any of you guys are familiar with Daniel chapter 7, uh, Revelation th- 13, and you guys know where I'm at on that, but this kind of gives you the imagery, what's in these people's minds of things they put out. It's like they put Scripture at the UN. Scripture. You know, about making peace. They, they, take your, they take your guns and they wrap them around in a loop so that, you know, you can't shoot anything or whatever. That's what they're doing here. So this is a giant statue. You can get some of uh, Michael Snyder's comments. I took the large part of his off because Michael, although I appreciate some of the things that he reports on is is dispensational. Let's just be honest about it. Uh, but a lot of the stuff he brings to the table are some interesting stories. There's no question about it. This was one of them. And uh, and then you'll get my take on some of that stuff as well. Also, check this out. This guy, Jim Cramer, he's like a, I don't know, stock trading advice kind of guy or whatever on CNBC. He said that the unvaccin- that unvaccinated people must be rounded up by the military and force vaccinated at gunpoint starting first to 2020. No, no, no. You first, dude. You first. All right? 
This is the remember last year they had the chick from uh, MSLSD on or whatever, and she was sitting there. And what was she saying? She was saying basically the same thing that, that we as people who have rights given to us by God that the government's supposed to protect. She was encouraging it against us. If I'm not mistaken, I wanted to say she was almost implying that we're terrorists. Okay. Then we have Suzanne Hamner. She's got a couple of stories out yesterday. In case you missed it, cardiac illnesses are now being caused by, quote-unquote, nonsensical PPSD, not the COVID-19 injectable bioweapon. <laughs> See? They're, they're trying to deceive the people by not addressing what is right in front of everybody's face. And then she's got one more, and that is, think you know how to measure true value of food? UN Sustainable Development idiots say you're doing it all wrong. You, you, you just don't understand, Right? You haven't heard from uh, Klaus Schwab or, or any of those knuckleheads who are trying to control your life. Now, with that said, you guys know that Kate has been dealing with um, these court issues over there in things. Now, there are some people who say, and, and there's a few of them who say, well, you know, she's making a mountain out of molehill. She should just come in. It's just a fine. You know, she's facing the same charges as, as some other people and, and this, that, and the other. And really, that's not exactly the case. And so we're going to let her tell exactly what the case is. We're going to stick to the facts. And I'm going to tell you this. Just let me tell you this right off, off the bat. I'm going to show you a couple of things, but, uh, and it's just uh, images of some mail, and I've blacked out her address and everything that we're going to talk about today. But she sent me information that we're not going to disclose here. You don't give your enemies the information you're fixing to attack with, okay? That's why she hasn't put it out in the public. But I have seen it. And the claims that she has made are backed up with evidence and witnesses, just letting you know, okay? So she's not making stuff up. She's not pulling it out of thin air. I have seen it. The courts have seen it. Um, they're going to see more. And um, so to talk about that today is our health and wellness expert on Saturdays, and she'll be with us tomorrow too, Kate Shimarani. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, just before I start, just to back up what you spoke about when you first came on the show about it's not just a bundle of cells, a gift from God, a child. My very first job was on a gynecology ward, and we would perform between 5 and 15 terminations a day, suction terminations of pregnancy. Then girls, women would come into the ward and they would go to theatre up to 12 weeks gestation. Now, also in that ward, we would have ladies who were threatening to miscarry their pregnancies, and they would be up to 12 weeks gestation. Often, they did miscarry their babies on the ward, and I would see them. I would see these fetuses up to 12 weeks, embryos up to six weeks. And, um, and also, I would sometimes see when the ladies came back from theatre, and they might have had some retained products following the suction termination that had been missed. And I can absolutely assure you I've seen a severed arm. I've seen babies ripped to pieces during that suction termination when I've gone down to theatre to observe. And I've also held in my hand 11-week fetus. That is not a bundle of cells. It's a perfect, perfect child by the time it's 12 weeks. It just needs to grow in size. It was working on that ward that changed my entire opinion on um, terminations. I can absolutely assure you of that. And I'm very much pro-life. And I always say, if anyone left a baby on my doorstep in a basket, I'd bring it in and I'd keep it. Um, so, you know, really think long and hard. I believe that the biggest cause of death, the African Black American, is abortion. 
So they are under threat before they're even born. Uh, and that's where most African, uh, black African Americans lose their lives in the womb. So that's quite quite a, a daunting thing to say, but it's true. Yeah. We had uh, Mark Crutcher on uh, who did the DVD Mafia 21 uh, to talk about that, how the black community was being targeted. Minority communities other than the blacks are also targeted as well by Planned Parenthood. So we have that. I've been asked, uh, you know, we were going to have a couple of other guests on and uh, speaking with uh, some people who were helping you last night. They said, let Kate be on. Um, let's not have anybody else, you know, interacting with that. So I, I do want to do that, and I want to apologize to those guys. Look, I I set that up, and then I sent a message, and the guy didn't get it. So that's, I guess, that's sort of my fault. Telegram has this thing where any individuals just go to the bottom for whatever reason, and so I do apologize to the guys that I had invited on uh, at your request, and then the 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 legal guy said, hey, let's just let Kate speak here and not get a whole bunch of other stuff mixed up. So that's my fault. If you tuned in because they sent you something, that's my fault. I didn't do it on purpose. I promise. Uh, we had everything set up and then this is what I was asked to do. So I wanted to be uh, very upfront and open and honest with people about what went on there. So Kate, you've got this stuff going on. Now, what do we want to start with? Because you sent me some images yesterday of what was going on. I don't know if you want to touch on that first, or if you want to speak about some other things surrounding that. Well, let's just stick to the facts first. Okay. Um, I was asked to MC at two rallies, which I did. Um, that was all I did. I wasn't involved in the planning and the, all of the evidence is there who planned those events. All of their names are there and those people are not on trial. Um, I also had nothing to do with another um, two charges of arranging a rally and participating in it. I was actually on your radio show live from a different place uh, when that rally was going ahead. So I had six criminal charges in court and I'm the first one in there more than anyone else. Um, and there's also a lot of other stuff going on in the background. So I was charged with these things and to have six criminal charges against one's name is serious together with court costs and fines. Also, one has to remember that I've been in the press more in the last almost two years than anyone else in the UK, vilified, lied about. My speeches have been edited. Never have we seen a politician's child been taken and used against them publicly. Um, there was also a TV documentary aired just this week, even though the trial was ongoing. So there's questions about that in trying to sway possibly sway court decisions, public opinions. And this has all gone on. And I um, had a crowd justice fund, which I have no access to. I never did have access to it, which good people have contributed to. And to date, I have not received any of those funds back in the crowd justice fund. They remain with the lawyer, the barrister that I fired for several reasons, which I can go into, and also who does not have a license to legislate. Um, everything that I've said is true and can be proven. And it's a very serious matter because we all have the right to a fair trial. We all have the right to have our human rights, um, at, you know, to express our human rights, even my um, religious beliefs. Um, 
I have the right to body autonomy. I have the right to feel safe in my own home. And what's actually happened, I live in a small town, um, just on the edge of a town. Everyone knows who I am because they've put me in the press so much. And yet my address is repeatedly published in media. And this puts myself at risk, which it has. I've had people at my door. But I have daughters and um, it's coming up to the holidays. So all of this has gone on. So um, you've seen all the documents, Tim, that have been placed before the courts, which I can speak of. And right up to the point of trial, I had no witness statements. I had not seen any of the documents. So I didn't see anything. I didn't know. It was like being blind. I had uh, no defence statement. Just a week before, even though I'd fired the barrister, he spoke to mainstream media as though he was my acting lawyer, even though he knew he was fired. And myths, mistruths again were printed, printed by the media. And why was that man even doing that? Um, I have been bullied. I have been terrorized. I have been threatened. I have had my... Uh, professional name slandered. I have been physically threatened with uh, martyrdom. I have been threatened that if I don't behave myself and stop this, I will be taken down. And Tim, you've heard all those threats. They've been made in writing. They've been made in voice recordings. And all of this evidence is, is all available. The courts are in possession of much of it. And there is much more. And now we will be um, going to the police with witnesses because this is horrific. This is not about, and, and even yesterday, I watched a journalist reporter who had attended the trial and he stated, um, David Clues of Unity News Network, that in his opinion, the knives were out for me, just for me in the courts. And then I believe um, the co-defendant stated that the um, riot police had been given a direction. There were several hundred of them. There were men, women and children in Trafalgar Square and their direction was to enter the square and get me. Now, I'd already left, but the video footage that I did see was of riot police running into men, women and children with batons drawn. I have had a double mastectomy and a reconstruction for cancer. I can't do contact sports. I cannot go on fair rides, roller coasters, etc. I'm very physically vulnerable, very fragile across my chest. That's a fact. And I have other medical ongoing issues, which I also offer to provide the court with evidence due to confidentiality. So for me to hear that, that that was stated in court, that all those riot police were coming in with batons drawn. For me, one woman, one eight stone ten woman, five foot seven, 55 years old. Um, I can only thank God that I got out of there before that happened. Um, I'm almost horrified. And I, I believe it was stated that I was a political um, political defendant. This is This is horrific. If this can happen to me, and it's happened to many before me, make absolutely no bones about this. It can happen to you too. So what I do now, I stand up for myself. 
But I stand up for every other defendant and every other woman that is out there. Because what has happened to me is truly horrific. And I have people that have heard it, that have read it, that have seen it all the way along and knew exactly how I felt and the position I was in. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to, I'm going to pull up some of the, uh, the things here just to give people a flavor of how the, I guess the courts have interacted here um, and what they've done in response to the information that you've sent them. Um, Just going to open up a couple of these and we'll show the audience let me uh, make sure it's all all big here. And if you want to walk through it, I'll, I'll just show them some of the stuff of what's going on. Now, you sent in some information asking for an adjournment last week. Yeah, I, I think I should say this first. Okay, go ahead. I've sent, I've sent in three notices requesting adjournment. Three. My reasons were laid out, and a solicitor who was acting for Piers Corbyn also put in a letter to the courts stating why, in his professional opinion, this should be adjourned. Now, I have stated on three separate occasions with evidence, and on the first occasion I did receive an email saying that they had received this notice requesting, sorry, my request, and that they'd handed it to their legal team. Now, I'm going to tell the people what my reasons were. So... Three times did I send this, and the third time I sent this, which was before the trial, I stated that it's now been on two occasions, which the court has decided to ignore my applications necessary for me to have a fair trial, and I attach a copy with evidence. And secondly, the evidence shows that I'm being threatened in writing with martyrdom, defamation, after insisting on independent legal advice, after my former lawyer, Robert Bullock, has sexually harassed me and the court continues to allow Mr. Bullock into the hearings without any police or prosecution investigation while my veiled threats continue and my legal fund is held back unlawfully and unfairly. Considering that I've already been assaulted by the police clearly, unfairly and unnecessarily on a public video with over two million views, The hatred of me seems to have no end. Threats have been issued to the co-defendant and Mr. Bullock in an international jurisdictions, yet neither the court, the police or Crown Prosecution seem to do anything. Thirdly, the allegations about my participation in political and religious public dialogue and this prosecution is viewed as unlawful and unfair, political prosecution, as this occurred after legislation was passed in Parliament too quickly without proper debate, scrutiny or the normal process. Finally, under the circumstances, I will not be participating in this disgraceful mockery in breach of natural justice in which all public bodies concerned continue to fail in their duty to ensure fairness and my right not to be intimidated as a witness and the right to my physical and psychological integrity. And on that was attached the previous emails and a bundle proving what I had said. Now, the reasons which I would not attend court. Although Mr. Bullock was instructed in 2021 on direct access terms, he's failed to send me the bundles and case papers, accounting to voluminous hundreds of pages 
which he had access to only recently, which means I cannot read or understand them to be able to be legally advised or give instructions fairly. And let there be no doubt that Mr. Bullock does not represent me. This was the second one. I discovered that Mr. Bullock could not legislate from the Bar Standards Board. He didn't have a license for litigate, sorry, litigation or legislate, something I was previously unaware of. And I've not had a defence statement filed, nor my legal argument in my defence. I've been kept in the dark about the proceedings. And another defendant solicitor described this as being very disturbed about Mr Bullock. The public have raised almost £70,000 in my defence. And Mr Bullock has suggested to me that these funds appear to have now all been spent. And that's uh, before the trial. And I feel feel held to ransom to follow his instructions, which benefit him financially, using the veiled threat of my freedom and liberty. My family, friends and fellow worshippers at church believe that this is an unlawful, coercive barrister-client relationship of fear. I was constantly told to go and get more money into the Crowd Justice Fund, go to America, go to America, go and get more. The pressure was unbelievable. Mr. Bullock has not offered to return my money, obstructing me uh, to, uh, sorry, Mr. Bullock has not offered to return any money to me, obstructing me from instructing new legal representation. Following an email I sent raising concerns, concerns on the Monday, this legally privileged information found its way into the public chat group with thousands of people on it. And this has made attempting to resolve the matters impossible. Now, Tim, you've seen that and you've heard that. You've heard what has been said about me. I believe that it was sent to you directly. And this is now actually evidence. And also it has been put onto chat groups. Horrific lies with the barrister's name being used and that they were in contact with him and he was giving them information. My private information, client, lawyer, privileged information. I have a serious medical condition and Mr. Bullock has failed to inform the court and I needed to see my post-cancer surgeon due to developing symptoms and I needed uh, specialised medical uh, advice on. And this is a sensible priority and I am prepared to obviously provide the courts with evidence of this. And I also um, am traumatised and I do indeed need medical trauma counselling on this. And under the circumstances, I have asked the court's assistance to adjourn the trial on three separate occasions. And this was ignored. And the trial went ahead in my absence, which is unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. And then yesterday, as you know, Tim, I received documentation, including before before we get to that. Can you can you touch on what you said was divine providence yesterday regarding this matter that we're fixing to talk about? Which part? The issues. Well, the issues where you were going to London and the the issues with the trains that happened yesterday. And before I show this evidence here. So yesterday, I was due to attend a hospital appointment and an appointment um, for some biochemistry and hematology, um, which was done uh, as like an urgent appointment to attend to ongoing medical issues, which actually arose from that police assault, which is on the video. Um, And I was to go there and my train 
Um, the first train I had to miss due to uh, a call regarding all these legal matters. Then the next train was cancelled and the next train was cancelled. And I couldn't get out to these appointments, but mail was then delivered and I was home. And the mail that was delivered is quite incredible. Um, as you're going to see, it's two unsigned, unstamped letters. Yeah, let's. I'm going to show these, and if you'll walk people through them, I want people to notice the dates on here. Now, I struck out uh, Kate's address here, so you know that's not getting out in the public, even though people know it from other people sticking it out. Um, we're going to respect that, but you'll see the dates here, and that's what I want you to make uh, you know pay attention to. So, Kate, if you can walk people through these, I'll just go through them one by one. Okay. Just to say, please do not come to my door. I will ring the police. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, this first one, it's, I believe it's stating it's a little small. Sorry about it's that. It's stating the trial um, has been adjourned to... Um, December the, the 7th. 7th. Yeah, December 7th. Well, the trial began on December 6th. Yeah, but look so at I'm the date. Sure. Look at the date they sent it, December the 6th. This is this is yeah. what they're saying. We're going to see some of this in a minute. So they're expecting it to get there very next day on the day that at you're Christmas, supposed to be in there. At Christmas, when we have um, much more mail being sent out, this is a very busy time of year, and we're told that there can be mail delays. So it's sent on the 6th, but you'll notice it's not signed. It's not signed, and it's not stamped by the courts. Okay. All right. And by the way, you guys asking where where the people's money is it sent? She just told you her barrister is in control of that, and he's not releasing those funds. So, and contrary to popular, just to say, yeah, go ahead. Crowd Justice Fund, please contact the Crowd Justice Fund. The Crowd Justice Fund are now in receipt of correspondence from myself, so they know what's happening. Um, when a Crowd Justice Fund is set up for you, you do not have any access to the money, none at all. The money goes directly to your legal representative. And there are emails sent to me every week where funds have been transferred to Mr. Robert Bullock. And he's been asked to provide invoices, bills. He's been asked and he's been told to return funds. Now, he received that. And I have the email here where he was given that direction. To date, he has not responded nor returned them nor sent any invoices, proof, receipts, nothing, nothing at all. And he hasn't come back with anything, but he has had time to attend court every day and sit in the courtroom. This is a man who is leaking information, allegedly by another member on social media, who has stated his name both in text and has verbalized it. And we have all those recordings and texts and the threats. They are there. Yes. So I, and I have I, seen those. I have seen those. So no, you guys who are in the chat saying this deceptive, it's not, it's, this is a fact. No, I've, I've actually seen them. Okay. I've actually seen them. I have them in my email. So I have seen them. And I the just P, want people uh, to know. The courts have, them. The courts have um, the courts have been told uh, the police are about to be given everything. Um, so if, you know, if you want to say, I, 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 I have nothing to hide because the crowd justice can even prove this. They will prove it. Yep. The emails come to me every week to, to tell me 
that X amount from this week was being transferred into his account. So please, if you're in the chat and you're saying this, you must do your due diligence and go and research first because it only makes you look foolish and like you're on the attack and you're not helping anyone because remember, today they come for me. Tomorrow they'll come for you. That's right. Here now, here's the sec- here's the second letter. It's very similar to the other one, except this one's dated uh, December the sixth, <laughs> and it's saying her court date is moved to December the sixth. Uh, now go figure this one out. Uh, let me see if I can blow it up just so you see it. It's just like the other one. You'll notice it's dated December the sixth, and her court date is moved to December the sixth. Now you got this yesterday, which is what the ninth. Yesterday was the ninth. You actually got it on the ninth. So, and you can see again, it's unsigned. It doesn't have the 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 court stamp on it. Nothing. Okay. All right. Now, just so just so we're clear, we're going to move to another image here. This is the stack of stuff they sent you from CPS. Now, CPS over here means Child Protective Services. It doesn't mean that over there. What does that stand for? Um, the Crown Prosecution okay. Service. All right. Now, this is also, this is listed out, um, and nothing signed on this as well, and uh, they're also saying that they there's no prosecution material which requires disclosure to you at this stage. So I don't know, what were they sending you here in this batch of, of uh, documents? I'm, I haven't got a clue because I'm not a lawyer. I'm not trained in law. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but what is really interesting, which I'm sure you're going to pull up, are the two envelopes that they arrived in okay all right so here's here's the here's the first image that you've got of that and this is sent out on the 6th of december as you can see that the people in england are a little backwards they put their day at first so that's what's going on there <laughs> i'm just teasing that's i'm really the franking teasing. machine yeah, that's right. the franking machine so they've sent this the day of a trial Yep, that, I, I just want people to see what they're what what they're actually doing to her. Now, this one's on the seventh. I'm assuming this this is uh, what your letter came in the the t- one of the two letters that we had here. The two the two letters, and this is an interesting bit as well. Both of those letters stating the sixth and the seventh arrived in the same envelope, and the date on the franking of the envelope is you can read it out, Tim. Yes, yeah, uh, 7-12-21 or December the 7th, 2021. December the 7th? Yep. So they send me two letters unsigned. Yeah, on the day and, and the day after they've set up for your court date, and you get them two days after that or so. Here's another yes. one that's here that they sent. This one, again, is on the 6th of December. And then I think we've got one more. Uh, well, they're both the oh, same the, thing. So yeah, they're both the same thing. The big, I got doubles of those. Sorry yeah, about the that. Big gray, the big gray envelope is what the, the package of those notes came in. And the two letters arrived in the other one. So when the trains were canceled and I wouldn't have been home, they arrived. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> make of that what you will. Unsigned, I believe I've been had it explained to me that this is so later administrative error can be claimed. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, and according to you, and I got into, I didn't get into asking uh, one of the people who is, who is helping you um, at this point, uh, at least with some of this, you know, that this is done intentionally. In fact, he told you they were going to do this before they, they actually did it. And now you're seeing exactly what he, what he was about. 
And folks, you've seen the evidence here. Now, just again, trust me on this. Um, the other stuff that's that's been sent in, the things that she's made claim of, I have seen documentation where that is. That is not as easygoing as this is. And so it has been sent, sent to the court. Some of it has already been sent to the court. And I don't know what they've looked at, what they haven't, but it has been sent. It's not only been sent by email. You had uh, some nuns there at Tyburn um, that you're friends with who actually walked it into the court and they gave it to the judge. He took it, but he said he wasn't going to look at it or he wasn't going to open it there in the court. Uh, do you want to elaborate a little more on that? I called them friends, but they actually introduced themselves to the court as observers, which is very different in legal terms. Uh, there's another piece of information. Um, I received another email um, last night. As, well, it was late yesterday afternoon. So not only were these um, court documents sent to the courts, they were also emailed to um, a leading police officer in this. And it is actually stating in these documents with evidence. It's very black and white. You can see it. Um, these documents have also been sent to many other uh, alternative media journalists. Um, many people have these. And there are witnesses to what I've stated happened. People who um, have heard the conversations all the way along. People who actually knew that I was very intimidated, felt uh, quite scared, backed into a corner. And... I knew what was going on and it, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, just a conversation about something else and one comment was enough for someone to say, wait a minute, this isn't right. And then everything came out. And um, my entire life, I have been blessed with looks that people find very easy on the eye. And it was to give me a career in modeling, in, in promotional work alongside nursing. And I won beauty pageants when I was younger. And my daughters followed a little bit in my footsteps. And um, that doesn't mean that... Um, I have to, because of the way I might be looked at, it doesn't mean that I have to receive abuse for the way I look or even comments that are of a nature that is um, non, non-acceptable, that they make me very uncomfortable. But when people do such comments who are in positions of power, who you are relying on, then it's a whole different story. And, and I just would like to point out that right now in London, the police are running a campaign to stop the harassment of women on the back of the, I believe, you know, the Sarah Everard m- murder. So if they are running a campaign to stop harassment of women, does that not also apply to me? Do I have to be harassed? Do I have to be sexually harassed? Is it okay to chase me down the street in a tight dress with a cape, push me against a wall and then yank my arm from the wall where I was pulling my arms ahead of me? Remember, I've told you I've already um, 
my skin on my chest, just to put you the picture, is as thin as my eyelids because yeah. of the surgery I've had. I don't have to tell people that. Um, yeah, let, let me let me throw something in there because we we did play the video that uh, Geza had uh, yesterday, and he was clearly saying, "Look, I mean, he's talking to this inspector now." Some people think that's all a setup. I don't know if it is or not. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try to get the intent. But I know what he said, and he said I organized the event that day. Now you and I and Dr. Corbett were doing a live stream for the radio September fifth, twenty twenty. You guys, that's Speaker's Corner, right? Is that what that is down there on no, Downing Street? Speaker's Pen. Speaker's Pen. Oh, okay. So we were doing that live footage. Um, I think Fiona was in there because she actually handled the camera yeah. one time from from a uh, Kevin, and uh, and that was the first time I had met her. And so she was, you know, streaming some of the stuff there uh, for Kevin when he was speaking, and then you were speaking, and it was just you guys in that area there. That's all it was. And Geza came in and he made a couple of comments. I played that uh, yesterday as well uh, to kind of set this up well, he, as he to was who in the pen because he was residing in the pen at that okay. time. I think it was an old lady in there. Okay, we were all within the, the rules and regulations yep. guidelines. Yeah, yeah, and you guys were doing that, and you were speaking out. There was a small little crowd that was gathered there, and then near the end of what you guys were doing, this is when Stand Up X was coming down the street. There was a there was quite a big crowd that was coming down in protest, and I think he said they were protesting uh, satanic ritual abuse victims and stuff like that. And we've we've seen several of those people. There was one lady in particular, I forget her name, but she can she she continues to hold fast that she was a victim of satanic ritual abuse. And I don't question that. I don't question any of the others who say that they have had that. Uh, but they came down the street. Somebody got up on one of the pillars there. Um, then that's when we started seeing the cops by the hundreds coming out everywhere. You guys broke out. We cut off the stream, cut off the, sh- uh, cut off the show. You sent me images. You sent me videos, which have now been taken down from YouTube. I'm sure you still have them. But YouTube's taken them down because they took down uh, a couple of our channels. They took down Sons of Liberty, uh, Bradley's, the, the main channel that Bradley has set up for years. And then they took down my personal one, which is where I had all those videos. But we showed a little bit of what you're talking about, how they manhandled yeah, still there. you. Still yeah. there. Yeah. 3.2 million views. Right. So they, they manhandled you about this kind of thing. And you had already finished up what you were doing, and you guys were leaving, and and the the crowd from Stand Up X was coming in, and they're trying to say, well, she organized all this stuff, and you've got charges for that, and yet this guy's coming up, and he's I, he's I, telling I the got, detective, I got assaulted. Yeah, I got assaulted on camera. They didn't. There was there was absolute force used. It wasn't necessary. There was hundreds of police. But I got treated like that. Can you imagine if a member of the public did that to a police officer? They'd be arrested and they'd be charged. It would be very serious and probably jail jail time for them. But it's okay to do that to a woman? And, and I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't resisting anything. But what's even more galling is that on, on um, some, some of these Telegram channels, they're saying, well, that's not assault. Really? Where, where do we draw the line here? Even touching someone, you can't even touch someone. It's, you know, this is my body integrity. I have the right not to be chased, pushed against a wall, and then have my arm ripped out violently. And I've already told everybody, I already have um, physical um, fragility 
And that's a fact. This is a fact because of the cancer I had, the extensive surgery I had. You know, what do people need to, what, what do they want to see my scars? It's horrific. It's horrific. Where do we draw the line here? It's terrible. Uh, to to hear people um, to, to to vilify and to pick and uh, and also you know who you are. Are you listening for a man to say, "Oh, that's no big deal"? Really, really yeah. well. One of I, I got to tell you, uh, men know me think it's a big deal, yeah. and I know that. Um, well, I, I, look, I, I know some other people have had have had run-ins with the cops when they didn't they weren't deserving of the treatment that they received from police officers. I mean, I've I've even had that. That doesn't justify them doing it. And so, to you know, for anybody to slough that off and to say, well, you know, just grow up. You know, this is part of the game. Well, no, it's not. It's part. Of, it's part of injustice. And I thought, you know, we're about bringing justice. We're, we're Look, we're in the midst of this thing. I think a lot of people, Kate, over in England, as they are in the United States, as they are in Austria and Australia and Germany and everywhere else, there's a lot of people who just want to deal with the tyranny. And for some reason, there gets this infighting among people. And it's like, look, I said, we're not going to make this necessarily about everybody else. This is This is about you. This is about the stuff that you have. That's what you're presenting. Yeah, there are other people involved in, in things going on. But what I wanted to focus on today was the, the information here, um, because there needs to be some kind of response to a lot of the things. Now, I think uh, Fiona was in the chat, and she talked about uh, Robert and the, the um, thing from Daily Mail, and she said he, w- he was actually being quoted from what he said at trial. So I don't guess they had a, a specific interview. I don't know that. I'm, I pulled up the thing, and I it does seem like that's what they're saying that he was speaking there. But you had already let him like know before. Out, yeah, I just ahead. would like to point out that Robert Bullock already had been told prior to being stepping foot in that court, he was no longer my lawyer. He had no reason or right to be in there and standing up. On my behalf, he was no longer my lawyer. Pierce Corbin stepped in and spoke to the clerk because Pierce Corbin knew he was no longer my lawyer. And there's other evidence we have with the Times that he knew he'd had no instruction from me, and he was told as well not to contact me unless it was via email. We have everything, everything that proves that he knew he was not my lawyer. He should not have been standing up in court. And how can someone be standing up for me in court who cannot litigate, who has not provided any of the the, the statements to a client, has not done a defense statement, has not got any witness statements that that client's seen? I knew nothing. How could I step foot into a court? knowing nothing. And I was able to prove all of that. So Robert Bullock was not my lawyer, was not my barrister, as we say in the UK. And he knew it before he stepped foot into that court. And we have all the evidence. So he had no right to stand up. And I believe when Piers Corbyn, who knew, and I was very grateful to Mr. Corbyn, absolutely grateful to him, that he got on the train very early to go to court specifically. And he knew as well, 
And he went to the clerk immediately because he knew it was wrong and that Mr. Bullock shouldn't have been standing up and speaking. And I believe that Mr. Bullock then stated in the court that he hadn't heard from me. And that was stated because Mr. Corbyn took notes and the observers took notes. There were observers in there who had identified themselves to the courts as as observers. And Mr. Bullock said he hadn't heard from me. So why was he standing up in court when he'd had no direction from me, when he cannot litigate and he needs to take direction from his client? But he had received email stating it and an email before that. And there was also a very disturbing, a very disturbing email that came to me after he knew that he was no longer representing me. And it was a child's nursery rhyme of London Bridge is falling down. That was sent to me via email. And I'd urge anyone to go and look up the meaning of that. That's quite harrowing. It's about a woman being locked in a room with no windows, no doors and no food, imprisoned. I believe it's about the Queen. Why send that to me? To terrorise. Yeah. Along with all of the texts that came to terrorise, to bully, to coerce. Well, let's. Let, do you mind if I share just... I, I'm not going to show it, but I but I I do the text about the morning raids and stuff like that. Would you mind if I if I speak to that? Absolutely, please okay. do. I'm not going to show it. I, I could pull it up. I didn't have it pull it up because I didn't intend on showing those things. But one of the texts from her barrister was expect morning raids. This is serious jail time. Blah 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 blah. It was a it was a big scare tactic, and it freaked you out. And then he goes, "Oh, I'm just kidding. LOL." And I got to tell you, folks, when he should have known. And he, mentioned, he mentions yeah. MI5. Yep. He mentions, he mentions serious, MI5. Yep. Jail time, serious jail time. He provides a list with 10 names on it. And my name's in the middle on that list. Tells me that he has, they've got evidence that the media will be coming. Expect dorm raids, doors being kicked in. And I, of course, was horrified. And then when I questioned that straight away, um, I was told only joking and to to relax. How can one relax after that? This is, this is all a, a relationship of terrorizing and fear. And, you know, there are two witnesses to many of the conversations because one thing I will tell people um, and anyone who knows me knows, I don't put my phone to my head because of exposure. So I put it on speakerphone. So a lot of conversations um, have been heard. And all the yeah, phone there are witnesses, calls, there are witnesses to those conversations. This is what people don't understand. And they've made statements. Yeah, they've made statements. Yeah. I, I just that's what I want people to understand. They've made statements. Uh, the barrister has made state uh, has said things on that speakerphone that witnesses, we, we have at least two in the Bible. Look, the Bible's clear. Two or three witnesses do what? They confirm the matter. That's Old and New Testament. They have made statements about that. So people who are saying, well, he didn't do that. I, I'm sorry, you're in for a rude awakening. You're going to have egg on your face about this. And let me let me just address something here. Jody has come in and uh, she said something about, well, this is for the courts to sign. Why don't you stick with that and this, that, and the other? And then she's accusing you of, well, it isn't an issue for the court to find out if you're a female, you're harassed. She's not talking about that, Jody. She's talking about what went on in September the 5th when she was 
uh, manhandled by the police. She's not talking about what the court's doing to her body there. Yeah. I was assaulted by the police. And it's on camera. It's all there on camera. So for people, for Jody to say that, I am here today because I deserve a fair trial. And I sent in emails on three occasions with evidence and why those five points. And so one cannot enter into a court if you have nothing and you don't know anything, no witness statements, nothing prepared. And also everything that came before it. So this is all, all the evidence is there. So I, I don't mind if people want what they want to say. The point is I was in court and even that to go into court um, as more and more evidence will come out and you will see I was MC and that's it. And, and even, you know, was it even unlawful to be there? And the second thing is when we talk about participation, there were 40,000 other participants, other speakers. There were 35,000 other participants and many other speakers. And so one has to consider all of this and all of the press coverage, even the being, you know, being um, on the, in the newspaper while a trial is going on, even a documentary series being aired while a trial is going on. If people can't see this as like a witch hunt, And I also, I have the right to be safe in my own home. And I don't want to be a victim. And what's actually happening, you know, in the newspapers, they print these stories and then they allow comments. And then when the comments are pro me, they turn off the comments. The last newspaper article, they were turned off altogether because there were a lot of a lot of comments coming in. Didn't happen. On, didn't happen on this last video that you did, Kate. We're no. running up against the end of the Kate, show. I was going to say they allow they yeah. allow comments, press that call for my execution, my murder. Yeah, and this and is, and these incite are, violence. It's against the law. So why is that being allowed to be done? Yeah. Why are they putting me in such danger? I am being put in harm's way. And I have a right to be safe. Yep. I have my human rights. I have a right to be heard. I have a right to body autonomy. And I, I don't want to be the next victim. Yeah. I don't want to be. Because if this can happen to me, it's happened to people before me. They're coming for you next. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, um, we're running against the clock. Hang on for just a little bit. We'll go over just a couple of minutes so we can uh, give out the email. In fact, let me give it out before we, we run out of time here. If you if you want to help her outside of the, the crowd justice and Kate, I, I believe you to be a fair woman. If you get that a hold of that money, you'll see that it goes back to the other people. What you what's not used. Efair.kate at protonmail.com. Efair.kate at protonmail.com. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m., 2 p.m. Central. And uh, we'll be back with you in the morning with Kate at 8 a.m. Hang on, and we'll finish this up. Okay, all right, we're just going to take a few minutes here because I think you got the, the issue. All right, let me just address some people who are coming in the chat. Explain what I'm missing. Jody, go back and play the, re- the first part of the video. Obviously, you were late here getting in, and that's why you're asking the questions. I'm not going to go over stuff we've already done. If you're going to come in here and attack, Sasha, uh, she's lying. Okay, show me the evidence that she's lying. You can't just throw stuff out and Very say bold it. Statement. Yeah, I'm lying. Yeah, it's, very so, bold statement. That's actually slander. Yeah, well, this is this is the thing. I showed I showed this. I have the other stuff. 
that, that's not a problem to, to do, but I'm not going to give the enemy more than what's necessary to do the job that's got to be done. And it is there. Rest, look, you people who come in here day after day after day, when if I mess up, do I own it? Yep, I own it, don't I? Anna Tommy will tell you that I, that I own it. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I messed up one day. My brain had a freeze, and <laughs> I called anatomy anatomy. So, <laughs> so that's why I joke about it. Look, I can do that. When I showed you the video from Ukraine the other week that somebody had said this was recently, I came back on and immediately addressed that on social media and said, nope, okay, I was wrong in that. I corrected. I said it was back here at 2012, 2013 in Ukraine. When I have made an error, when I have not got something right, you guys know I come clean with that and I speak about it. I do. And one of the young men we talked about the other week that I'm not going to mention, I'm, we're not going to get into that, but I apologize to him for not going to him uh, when we had that conversation. He knows that. I came clean on that. You guys know that. When I tell you I have seen the documentation of what Kate is talking about, you should believe me based on the fact that you've been listening to me for however long you've been. If it's a week, if it's a year, if it's been two years or whatever, you know I'm honest about that, that I will come forward with that. Okay? And if I've been hoodooed or deceived about that, I'll come forward with that. Okay? And Kate knows that if she's not telling the truth, there's going to be a whole bunch of people who are going to be ticked off at her. She knows that. All right? So I just I want I want to put that out there because... I, I do think there is some manipulation of things that's going on. I think the courts are out to to come after you. In fact, I think uh, there was a gentleman that you provided a video for doing an interview saying it looked like the court had the knives out for you. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that a little bit. Well, that was David Clues at Unity News Network, a wonderful journalist and channel. And he actually came outside the court. He'd been in the court that day, and he said uh, they they have the knife. They appear to have the knives out for Kate Shamarani, and that was when it was stated as well that the police had said uh, allegedly I wasn't in there, but they stated outside the court, the co-defendant, that the uh, police's uh, their their order was to to get me. All of those riot police with batons raised. Uh, that's quite scary, actually. What were they going to do if they got me? Jump on me? Who knows? Um, I don't know. But, um, you know, everything that I have said, I've provided all the evidence to the courts, to yourself, Tim. It's all there. Everything is there. And there's independent witnesses who are prepared to swear on oath that have heard it many times. And um, you yourself, Tim, one of those voice recordings that was sent to you is harrowing, absolutely harrowing what was in it. And that actually, that piece of evidence came directly to you. Uh, yep. And then um, you realize the seriousness of it. And so that's actually now um, been saved, logged. Um, no, nobody should, nobody should face that. And for those people that are doing this, there are laws, many laws against this, against this kind of thing that you are doing, that I know you're going to watch this. And if we are having the laws turned on us, we have a right 
to use those same laws back. Now, right now in this country, in the UK, there's a whole big storm over a Christmas party at Downing Street. The Prime Minister's Christmas party and whether it went on in in private residences in Downing Street and all the employees were having cheese and wine and partying when people's loved ones were dying in the hospital and they couldn't see them. And I believe there is a lawsuit that has been filed over this very matter. Well, I was in court, court, uh, supposed to be in court, but, um, you know, I wasn't there in, in person. They're stating that I organised a gathering, um, holding a gathering and and participating in a gathering. And yet our prime minister and those that are working for him had a a large gathering and participated, held a gathering and participated. If the laws are being used against us, then we must use the laws back. Amen. I am law. And and our laws are based on God's laws. I am lawful, always. I have a completely clean record. Um, So, you know, when people are coming and saying, you're a liar, I can absolutely assure you. And I would tell all of you out there, pick up a King James version of the Bible. That's the version I use. And go and read Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Go and read it. Because I read that this morning. And it brings me to tears. Go read Psalm 1, every single one of you. I was uh, about to pull that up here, and uh, I got caught typing. Sorry about that. Let's, let's, just, let's, uh, let's close out with um, some of that, and uh, we'll, just, uh, we'll give some of this information here. Um, this is from Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now, I have to ask the question of those coming in and bad-mouthing, Kate, is is your delight in the law of the Lord, or is it in whatever you're doing? I mean, even the good things that you think you're doing. And look, there are some people who've done some good things. I'm not going to deny that uh, in the midst of all this stuff who you know, have gone after Kate, whatever. They've done some good things, no question about that. But is your delight in the law of the Lord? And in his law doth he meditate day and night? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now let me, let's, let's just be straightforward about this. All of us are going to stand before the Creator. All of us, including myself, we're all going to give an account of things done in the body, whether good or bad. The Apostle Paul says that. Okay? The difference between the two lines, if you will, spiritually speaking, are there's children of God, there's children of the devil. The children of God are not children of God because they say they're children of God. They're children of God because they've been adopted in the family. Anybody read Ephesians chapter 1? I went through that several weeks back. That he has adopted us, that he has made us alive together with Christ, that he has reconciled us back to God through the death of his son, the Lord Jesus. And it's not something that we, quote-unquote, wear on our sleeve. We might do that, but it's something that's made within our hearts because God has given us a new birth. He has given us a new heart. 
He has taken out the heart of stone. He's given us heart of... It doesn't make us perfect in an instance. It makes us righteous before him. And then we're to work out that righteousness or our own salvation, as Paul says, with fear and trembling. Are we going to stumble along the way? Yeah, probably. That's why John says if we do sin, we don't practice sin, but if we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and the blood of his Son, the Lord Jesus, cleanses us from all sin. So nobody's talking about anybody being perfect here. Nobody's talking about being without sin, because if you say that you're without sin, you're a liar. John says that in his epistle, and you're in need of repentance too. I'm just going to say it. You can sit here and squabble all you want to. That's what Scripture says. And so we're not sitting here saying there's perfection, but what we are saying is, look, there is a truth here and there's a lie. And I showed you a little bit of the truth this morning, just a little bit about how the court's working. And I have evidence of the other, so I know that what Kate is saying is not a lie. It's not. The people who have come in and said that she's lying, it's just not true. That's not true. And so we see those things, and there was, again, I'll point back to the video we had yesterday with the guy going up and saying, I organized it. Now, here's the interesting thing, Kate, and I said this yesterday. I said he's saying he organized it. This investigator says, oh, well, the evidence was overwhelming that, about Kate and Fiona, and they were in this, and blah, 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 blah. And, but he wouldn't arrest the guy for confessing to an alleged crime that they have you, they're supposed to be having you guys on trial for. And I just found that very odd. And he says, well, you got to ask you know, Fiona to be a witness in this, that, and the other. And I don't know that she called him. I didn't see that she called him. But the point is, he could have went in there if what he's saying is true— and I have no reason to doubt him, but if what he's saying is true, they could have brought him in there, they could have shut the whole thing down, and they could have took him. He could have, they could have took it up with him about this. Yeah, um, apparently he wasn't called. Um, but, you know, there's so many things here, There's um, which it will all come out. Um, all of the people that organize these events, all the evidence is there. It was always there. I was kept in custody for 32 hours. My home was entered by the police with an unsigned warrant. They used my toilet. Okay, people might go, oh, they need to go. No, I'm sorry. It's a violation. This is my home. Um, My laptop was kept for six months. It's the tool of my trade. I needed it for work. They kept my work phone that is listed as a business phone that patients contact me on, patients that are dying. And I couldn't couldn't speak to them. but they, you know, they also had all the evidence, all of the evidence, the emails were on a co-defendant's laptop because those were then forwarded to me. And I then forwarded them on to this barrister. Everything is there. All the evidence is there. And we also in this country, we have fairness in law as well. So why am I on trial? But all the other speakers aren't. And I'm not saying they should be. None of us should be on trial. I agree. Yep. Maybe Boris Johnson and all his party heads should be on trial. <laughs> they should be. But none, of, none of us should be on trial. None of us. But if one looks at the list of all the speakers at these events, why? Why is my name in there? Why is it okay to chase me down Whitehall and assault me? Why? Why is it okay to put me in the paper all the time? Why is it okay to take my own son? Does anyone know the trauma that that causes a family? Does anyone really know what goes on when I close my door? Because I can tell you, I walk a path and I tell the truth. 
And I'll stand in judgment. But if you think that you can do as I have done and shoulder all of this, then, you know, come, come. But to say liar when all the evidence is there and the evidence is there, as you've sent him, it's all there. Um, that's very foolish. And it's not for me to judge you. It just means you're misinformed or you're prejudiced. Um, and let me tell you, the devil uses fear and prejudice and our creator uses hope and the truth. That's right. The girdle of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, which is our hope, the shoes in preparation of the gospel. Guard your back against the devil because it's the only thing that's exposed. This is the full armor of God and they're all defense. But then God gives us the sword and that's the word. That's your only weapon of offense, of attack. That's right. It's my word. And one of, yeah, one of one of the things that I want to point out is in all of the documents you've sent into the court, the first thing that you're acknowledging is uh, today is a savior is born in the city of Bethlehem, Christ the Lord. That is the verse that tops the documents that Kate sends in. I've seen them. This I'm telling you, I've seen the information. That's who she's acknowledging as the lawgiver. And the judge, uh, that's what that's doing. It's, it's not Jesus is a cute little baby and stuff. That, he's not that anymore, okay? He was at one time. We don't bring him down to that, okay, at all anymore. We don't bring him down to humiliation anymore. He is exalted. He's glorified. He's king of all things. He Read 1 Corinthians 15. If you don't believe me, he's sitting on his throne. He's bringing his enemies into subjection. He'll continue to do it day by day by day. And he does it one of two ways. He either judges them or he brings them to himself. It's one or the other. And uh, that's how he brings people. And he, he brought me. I was a, I was a rebel sinner, um, living my own life in rebellion towards God. I had been taught better, okay. but I, I did those things and I owned them. I don't glory in them. Most people don't even know some of the stuff I've done. And it's because I don't glory in them. I'll tell people if they want to know. But the fact of the matter is he's the one who does that. And he's the one who points to it. So I know that in those court documents, this is one thing Kate has put in there. And I believe it's the guy that's helping you who's actually, he, he says, let's put that in there. We're going to put those those things in there. So I think that's a that's a good thing. It, it's showing who you serve. And, uh, you know, Folks, it's like I tell my kids when they go out and they do things. I said, remember whose you are, because whatever you do reflects on mom and dad, and it reflects on the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you go to work, you do your work, as Paul says, as unto the Lord. I don't care if you're having hard difficulties with your, your employer or with your coworkers. You do your work as unto the Lord, and you shame them by working for the Lord. If you agreed to work for a certain wage, then quit complaining about your wages. You agreed to it, okay? It's simple little things like that that carry the character here. And, uh, and Kate, uh, I don't know if you have a final word you want to leave us with, and then we'll talk to you in the morning. We're going to have some health subjects tomorrow, I think, that we're going to yeah, we're going to be covering tomorrow. Um, well, it's true. Everything that's been created and everything that's about to be created, every knee shall bow and every tongue will speak that there is only one king. And it's Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is the king and he will sit on the throne again. 
Yeah, well, he's yeah. sitting He's sitting on the throne now. The question is, he's sitting on the throne of your heart, if you're listening to that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's up to you. All we can do is deliver the message. We trust God that he does what he will do. His word won't go out and return void. It'll either give grace to the hearer or it will harden them. It'll be like what Paul says. He says, we're a fragrance of, uh, to those who are being saved, we're a fragrance of life unto life. But to those who are perishing, we're a fragrance of death unto death. Now, with that said, Kate, I'll say goodbye to you off air. If you want to help Kate, there's an email. Contact uh, this email if you want to help her until she can get the other. Okay, Arnold, if you didn't show up at the first part of the thing, she told you. It's still in the in the uh, under the authority of her barrister who won't give it up. So you're wondering where the money is? Go ask, go ask Robert Bullock where it is. All right? She doesn't have any of it. I don't, I don't know what, why this is hard, but if you guys would go back to the start, if you're coming in late, I understand you have questions, go back to the start of the video, it'll process, it'll be up on whatever platform you're on, and watch the whole thing. She tells you all this stuff now. Go ask Robert Bullitt where that money is and ask him why he's not giving it to her. And to say, well, she doesn't have a, a, a formidable legal team or something, he can't transfer it. That's nonsense. That No, he can transfer the money to be used, and she really needs quite a bit of money to take it into the high court. So th- this is, I mean, again, yeah, it's 70K. Arnold, go ask Robert Bullock where that money is. Ask him why he won't send it. Ask him how he's spent a majority of that money when nothing's even went to court yet. So I, you ask him. I, I don't know. But this is the email. You can contact this email. Okay, efair.kate at protonmail.com. This does not go to her, by the way. Okay, and you can contact that email, and they'll be happy to tell you how you can support her. And again, I, I, Kate, you correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to bring in here one more last time. You correct me if I'm wrong. If you don't use any of that money that's still left in the crowd justice, would you see, would you see to it that it goes back to the people who say, I think you can return that, can't you? It has to. That's correct. So that money was in that crowd justice fund for my legal case. Now, I never had a defense, never had any witness statements. I knew nothing, nothing. So how can 69, almost 69,000 pounds be gone? And I just want to say here, but I can't, you know, this was a conversation on the phone. You can't tape somebody. But there was questions starting to be asked. And I was starting to be told that this was going to run into hundreds of thousands. And I was being asked about my home, my children's home. Um, How much money was it? What was in it? You know, folks, if you can't see this, I have no access to that money. Go and ask Crowd Justice. They'll tell you. And the money has gone to Robert Bullock. He hasn't come up with invoices. He hasn't come up with receipts. And to date, I have been unable to recover those funds. And yet he's gone and sat in court. This is fact. Now, this, if you want to go on to Equality Fair campaign on YouTube, you can see my video. Equality Fair is about having fairness. That's what it's about. We're about to see 100,000 plus NHS workers lose their jobs because they don't want to have this experimental, untested, unlicensed, uninsured injection. So, Please do go on to Equality Fair, subscribe Equality Fair campaign, watch the video. You can comment on there and your comments will be answered. But I can absolutely assure you, if you want to help, because this will go. Remember, I have a, a barring and disclosure order on me, so I'm a danger to children, really, 
And they said that I'd said cough in people's faces. No evidence of me ever saying that anywhere. But they can do this. Yep. They've taken my nursing license. Yep. I resigned. Yet they keep stating, struck off. I resigned because they broke due process, yep. which means they broke contract. That's right. So I told them I wouldn't engage. So they conducted all those trials in my absence. I resigned. RT News got it right when they said that. I have the right to resign if they break contract. You can't resign when there's an ongoing investigation. But if someone breaks a contract with you, then you can. They broke contract. I resigned. So let me tell you, I am a trained and qualified nurse of 36 years, trained and qualified independent nurse prescriber. Registered nurse is protected through parliament, not nurse. I will always be a nurse, trained and qualified. That's I right. don't just forget all my experience and knowledge just because I came off their register. I don't want to be on their register. When so many nurses now are being suspended behind me, and are going to be struck off for the same thing. People, if you don't stand up now for truth and justice and listen to what I'm saying and wait and go do your due diligence next, it's going to be you. Amen. Amen. It will be. All right, Kate, we appreciate you taking time today and we're going to talk to you at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I don't, we're, we're going to pick on what subject. Do you, do you got an idea of what you want to tease people? Uh, what we're going not to talk yet, about? But I, okay. I'll text you later. It's been a busy week, but I, you know me, I pull it out the bag and you get massive <laughs> information because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you as always. And again, yeah. Hey, you know what Arnold said? If it's a scam, she's screwed. If it's true, then good on her. And look, that's what I've said. I've said, let it play out. But I did want to bring you on to address a few things, and especially what happened yesterday with the mail coming and things like that. So I appreciate you taking time and coming on for us today, Kate. Guys, don't miss uh, Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Same bat time, same bat – well, different bat time, same bat channel. And uh, we'll be on with Kate in the morning, 8 a.m., Lord willing, and we'll see you then. All right, take care.